For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. My name is David Baer, and I help produce the show, but today I am sitting in for Dana Lake. We are here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Please tune in next week when Dr. Kevin Passaro will be interviewing another health expert. Today our guest is Dr. Sam Byrne, a holistic optometrist, who will be talking about a holistic optometrist approach to preventing and treating common eye ailments. Dr. Byrne has been in private practice in New Mexico for over 25 years. He has a Bachelor of Science from Pennsylvania State University and a Doctor of Optometry from Pennsylvania College. He also did postdoctoral work at the Gessel Institute in collaboration with Yale University. He treats the body as one integrated system to to identify and address the root causes of disease. His health protocols improve vision and wellness by healing the mind, body, spirit through nutritional protocols, vision therapy, and self-care techniques. Welcome to the show, Dr. Byrne. Thank you. It's awesome to be here. Okay. Well, I, I first would like to begin the show, Dr. Byrne, by giving out your website because the information that we're going to have in the show, for the most part, is contained in your on your website. So for our listeners, it's www.drsam, S-A-M, B as in boy, E-R-N as in Nancy, E.com. So the first part of our segment, Dr. Byrne, I'd like for you to talk about your own personal story which led you to become a holistic optometrist. Okay, well, thanks, David. Uh, it started when I was about eight years old and I was diagnosed with a learning disability and my mother took me everywhere and I ended up in an eye doctor's office and I got a pair of nearsighted glasses. It didn't really correct my learning problem and I <clears throat> went down this road of becoming progressively more and more nearsighted and uh I was a memorizer. That's how I got through school. So after optometry school, I met a holistic eye doctor, and I went into his physical therapy program for the eyes called vision therapy. And he said two things to me at the beginning. First of all, that uh, I could improve my vision. Uh, And second thing he said was that my left eye wandered, and I had a condition called convergence insufficiency, so I couldn't use my two eyes together. And it's created double vision and contributed to my learning issues. So after six months being in his program, I completely dissolved my nearsightedness. And the second thing is my learning disability went away. That's amazing. So I became very... 
yeah, I became very inspired by the personal change that I had, even though my education in allopathic eye care said, you can't do this, it doesn't happen. So it started me along the road of helping people improve their eye-brain-body connection. And we can talk about specifics, but that's how I got my start. Well, that's amazing that you were able to actually, uh, it sounds like you heal your nearsightedness. That's that's unheard of in, in my experience. Um, well, I realized I realized in that in that process is that um, a vision problem is more than in the eyeball, and right. we want to blame faulty vision on the eye, but um, it, it related to my posture and movement and my diet and my emotional stuff, and so all of those things came up in the physical eye therapy, and it turned out that the habits and belief systems and things that caused the nearsightedness were based on a reaction that I was having to my environment. It wasn't just a genetic uh, influence that caused the nearsightedness. Very, very interesting. Okay, um, our, our discussion today is going to focus mainly on eye ailments, but before we talk about specific eye, eye ailments, I was hoping we could talk about what we, I was hoping what we could talk about what we can do in general to maintain our eye health. And I'd like to start out with foods. In other words, what foods should we eat and which ones should we generally avoid? If you could describe that. that okay. Way. Well, there's a, there's a buzz now, a word called phytochemicals. <clears throat> and these are the um, antioxidants and chemicals that are found in plants. And when you eat a diet high in phytochemicals, this creates more oxy oxygenation and hydration on a cellular level, and it helps get rid of metabolic waste. So some of my go-to, we'll start with the herbs that I really like uh, in this uh, category, would be things like basil, cilantro, <clears throat> garlic, ginger, peppermint, rosemary, and one of my favorites is turmeric. There's actually some research out now that um, taking or eating curcumin, the part of turmeric, might have an influence on reducing oxidative stress in the eyes, especially with certain eye diseases like glaucoma and cataracts. Now, in terms of vegetables and fruits, some of my go-tos include asparagus. This is high in folic acid um, and glutathione, avocados, <clears throat> beets, blueberries, Blueberries are great for night vision. Uh, carrots, of course, because of the beta carotene. Uh, coconut, coconut meat and coconut um, oil is really good for, for the eyes and vision. Uh, Non-GMO corn because of the lutein and zeaxanthin, those important carotenoids for our macula health. Uh, goji berries, uh, very high in the carotenoids, again, to protect our retina. Uh, pumpkin seeds uh, because of the, the zinc and the vitamin B6 and the manganese and the selenium, uh, and strawberries, also really good for your eye health. So those are a few that I recommend. I probably would add kale, spinach, all the green leafies. Think of it this way. Eat a rainbow diet of fruits and vegetables, and you're getting a lot of great antioxidants for your eyes. Great. What about the foods to avoid? As I recall on your website, one of them I think you mentioned was soy and sugar, and I was hoping you could expand <clears> on that. Okay. Well, um, there's more and more research coming out about you know the effects of um, 
certain foods creating an inflammatory response in the body. So things like uh, gluten and high amounts of dairy, obviously you mentioned sugar. Uh, there is a correlation now between, you know, eating sugar and the possibility of developing uh, cataracts and certainly type 2 diabetes and cataracts have been linked. Um, you know, any of the processed foods, you know, with a lot of the food dyes and, you know, highly processed uh, foods that we get in the grocery store, I would avoid those, you know, things like margarine, processed soy, um, you know, the, the, the trans fats. Uh, you know, these are a few of the things that I would say that would actually uh, could cause our eyes to go downhill. So more natural, organic, uh, local farmer's market, getting your foods there. That would be the place to go and try to cook your own food if you can. And I'm a real big component, um, supporter of smoothies, but not just, you know, putting some fruit into a blender, using things like ginger root and, and turmeric root and a lot of green leafy vegetables and so maybe coconut oil, almond butter, uh, lots of different, again, colorful vegetables and fruits uh, are the way to go to, to get your eyes to be healthy. Okay. Now, could you briefly talk about um, the top daily supplements? I know you had quite a number of supplements on your website, but can you say, can you prioritize and say which are the most important? Well, I'm going to do it based on um, some really solid research. Uh, Most of your listeners have probably heard of something called the ARIDS study. It's called the Age-Related Eye Disease Study. The first one was done in 2001. And then there was a second study done in 2006. And in that study, they found that people who supplemented with vitamin C, vitamin E, beta carotene, zinc, and copper had a lower risk of developing um, different eye diseases, especially macular degeneration, because that's one of the leading causes of, of blindness today. In 2006, the ARIDS-2 study was done, and they made a few tweaks in it where they added lutein and zeaxanthin, and these are super important carotenoids for macular health. Uh, They're just the number one and number two carotenoids, so important if you have a positive and a genetic testing in in macular degeneration or uh, you've been diagnosed with it. Lutein and zeaxanthin are really important. In the ARIDS-2 study, they also found adding omega-3 fatty acids, uh, lowering the dose of zinc, and removing beta-carotene and adding um, a vitamin A palmitate, because in that study, they found that people who were smokers, um, if they took beta-carotene, they had a higher risk of developing lung cancer. So that's always a question I ask people. Uh, were you a former smoker? And if you were, instead of doing the beta-carotene, you would want to take the vitamin A palmitate. Um, so those are some of the main supplements. I might add glutathione, the master antioxidant of the body, really good for the eyes. Um, and, of course, making sure you're getting enough fats and oils in your diet, uh, omega-3, flaxseed oil, coconut oil, MCT oil, um, so th- those are kind of the main supplements that, that I would suggest and recommend for a person to maintain healthy eyes. Okay, that was really detailed, and I really appreciate you doing that. Um, I think that'll be the end of this segment. 
Thank you very much for that information, Dr. Byrne. We are going to continue this conversation in the next segment. For those who just tuned in, you are listening to The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am David Baer, your host. Stay tuned. We will be right back after this break with more information from Dr. Byrne. MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MCTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's NeuroOptimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. NeuroOptimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. NeuroOptimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Quality can't always be seen. Honest labeling, trusted sourcing, unwavering standards. At Pure Encapsulations, we are committed to wellness without compromise, delivering high-quality hypoallergenic products for nearly three decades. Our products are free from gluten, trans fats, peanuts, GMOs, magnesium stearate, and artificial ingredients. Pure Encapsulations is the leading brand in the healthcare practitioner market, ranking highest in ingredients purity, quality testing, and trust. Pure Encapsulations products available at Village Green Apothecary and myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I want to remind you, we are here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., Next Sunday, Dr. Kevin Passaro will be interviewing another health expert. Today, our guest is Dr. Sam Byrne, a holistic optometrist who is talking about preventing and treating common eye ailments. Okay, I'd like to continue our discussion, Dr. Byrne, with the eye's microbiome. Many people might not even be aware that the eye does have a microbiome. And I know a lot of the things you had already mentioned probably help the eye's microbiome, but are there any other steps that you could recommend um, for the eye 
to help its microbiome other than what we discussed? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, the ocular microbiome is a new conversation in the overall microbiome uh, uh, discussion in the gut. And, um, you know, I started to, to look into the ocular microbiome because, you know, people that wear contact lenses or who are using, you know, Visine eye drops or Restasis eye drops for dry eye syndrome, um, I found that, you know, a lot of times, uh, the inflammatory um, observations that I made in the eye, I began to explore, well, is there a microbiome in the eye? And it's really difficult to culture enough of the different uh, bacterial strains to definitively really study the ocular microbiome. But a few research papers that have come out uh, are starting to be able to culture them in the lab. So we're in the early phases of really talking about the ocular microbiome. But I can offer some suggestions uh, that could help uh, promote uh, good, healthy bacteria in the eye. So I'll just run through the list. Number one, eat an anti-inflammatory diet. So this would be things like, uh, again, I talked about organic blueberries, goji berries, um, um, nuts and seeds like coconut oil, um, coconut-based yogurt, pasture-raised antibiotic-free eggs. So avoid the inflammatory foods like soda bot, uh, fruit juices and peanuts and processed soy products and fried foods. Um, number two, I would recommend making sure in your diet you're getting the eye vitamins or the eye nutrients, uh, lutein, zeaxanthin, vitamin A, vitamin C, beta carotene, uh, vitamin E, omega-3, magnesium, and of course your probiotics. Another important practice to follow, and this brings in the digital device use, is something that I call the 20-20-20 rule. And this comes to the electronics use that we're all on. And what this 20-20-20 rule is, every 20 seconds, uh, look up um, at 20 feet and do that um, every 20 minutes. Uh, and this is a way to rest your eyes and also to break the trance that we're all in around focusing. And it also has an effect on reducing the blue light pollution that comes from digital devices. And we could talk more about blue light and how it affects us, but uh, this 2020 rule is a, is a good one. The next thing is that in terms of eye drops, you want to be very careful about what you're putting in your eyes. Most of the eye drops that are sold in the pharmacy actually make your eyes drier. Uh, and these would be the vasoconstrictor eye drops that get the red out. Uh, one of the eye drops that I really love is called MSM. This is a sulfur-based eye drop. It's anti-inflammatory. It helps moisten the eyes, uh, hydrates the eyes. Um, so you want to make sure in terms of the eye drops you're using that you're hydrating and oxygenating and not just using these drops to dry your eyes more. Yeah, just for one second. I'm sorry, just one second. Many of our listeners don't know what MSM is. I assume that's sulfur. I was wondering if you could just briefly talk about that. Oh, sure. So MF MSM is a natural occurring uh, organic compound called sulfur. It's got sulfur in it. And um, MSM has been used, uh, it first was uh, introduced to horses, 
um, as a systemic supplement to help reduce pain, inflammation, and swelling in the body. And then uh, researchers kind of pointed to, well, humans could could ingest this MSM, and you can do it in a powder form, flaky form. You know, you can use it as a cream topically. So the the uh, the components of MSM actually help naturally reduce inflammation and uh, even reduce some pain. So I did some research on it and was able to come up with an MSM eye drop. So this is a, a new eye drop that actually you can put it topically in your eyes, and it actually is therapeutic in terms of reducing any inflammatory situation in the eyes. It moistens the eyes. And when I use it with some of my other homeopathic eye drops, the MSM eye drops soften the cornea in a way that increases permeability so that the homeopathic eye drops that I use after that can penetrate more uh, deeply. Uh, So it's a therapeutic, naturally occurring eye drop. There's nothing in it that, that causes any issues. Sometimes it can burn or sting a little when you put it in, uh, and that reflects that there's some congestion in the blood vessels in the eyes. So I have different strategies on how to apply the MSM eye drops, like a little drop in the corner of each eye with the eyes closed and just massaging the eyelids. That increases the eye lymph, and it also increases the glands in the eyelids to produce more tears because lots of folks now are suffering dry eye syndrome from the digital devices. So MSM is a naturally occurring sulfur-based eye drop that I think is so much better than one being offered out there in in the marketplace. Um, So one more, if I may, uh, in terms of the um, ocular microbiome, a lot of contact lens wearers out there. It's really important to take your contacts out every day. Uh, I have some eye exercises on my website that actually increase the eye lymph and uh, reduce muscle uh, tension. I would do those exercises. So these would be simple ways to support and help uh, increase the ocular microbiome. Um, it's a really exciting subject. It's brand new but I think you're going to see more and more written about it as we move forward. That's great. I really appreciate you uh, going into such detail about this innovative line of research. Now, for the next topic I'd like to cover is eye exercises. In particular, I know you have quite a number on your website, but I think the ones that most people know about or are familiar with are the Bates method of palming, shifting, swinging, sunning. So I was wondering if you could briefly go over those I. I know we don't have a video to see you do it, but I would encourage people to go to your website or Google search Bates Method, but could you briefly talk about it and how it can help improve our eye health? Well, this is a, this is a great question. I really appreciate it. The way I think about our eyes is the way I think about our body, that if we exercise the eyes and we bring more circulation there, that we're going to prevent uh, metabolic waste and free radicals to start accumulating in the eye tissue. And so with the eye exercises, uh, like you mentioned, the Bates method, some of the exercises uh, I have drawn from Dr. Bates, who was an ophthalmologist 
who practiced in the early 1900s, and he did have a philosophy that you can improve your eyes even as you got older. So a simple exercise called palming, where you just rub your hands together and cup the palms over your eyes with your eyes closed and do about a minute of breathing, is a great way to, uh, you know, just relax the eye muscles from the constant repetitive focusing that we might do, especially, you know, with our digital devices. And doing that a few times a day is very uh, restorative for the eyes. And actually, after you do that palming for about a minute and you return to your regular uh, vision, you'll notice that things look brighter and clearer and you feel more centered. You mentioned some of the exercises like eye scanning and eye stretching. Uh, these are also really great in terms of stretching the eye muscles and uh, creating more circulation uh, and more flexibility in the eye-brain connection. There's another part of it, though, that's beyond the base method, which is how well do our two eyes work together? This is related to depth perception. It's related to being able to focus for long periods of time. So I have some exercises on my website that improve the skill of visual coordination. And in doing that, sometimes it reduces the dependency or the power that we're using if we start wearing glasses or contacts. Increasing the uh, visual coordination skill improves our peripheral vision, which is related to our balance, and um, our memory as well. So there are lots of different exercises, and I kind of put them in the category of physical therapy for your eyes. We have physical therapy for your body. Why not for your eyes? And so there's a lot of exercises that I've developed over the years that help people improve their vision even as they get older. And these exercises work phenomenally well for children. So that's, that's another additive. If parents want a second opinion or a different approach. These eye exercises can work really well for, for children. All right. Thank you very much, Dr. Byrne. Um, We're going to continue this conversation in the next segment. And again, for those who just tuned in, you are listening to The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am David Baer, your host. Stay tuned. We will be right back after this break with more information from Dr. Byrne. Solgar Number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar Number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar Number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar Number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar Number no. 7 says yes. Solgar Number no. 7. Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA-certified, organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. 
Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and village green apothecary have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months one theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure our bodies don't make enough vitamin d which is essential to proper immune function that's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin d thorn Research's vitamin d products are made from pure vitamin d with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added support your immune system with thorns vitamin d 1000 and d 5000 These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I want to remind you we are here every Sunday morning at 10 AM. Next Sunday, Dr. Kevin Pissarro will be interviewing another health expert. Today, our guest is Dr. Sam Byrne, a holistic optometrist who is talking about preventing and treating common eye ailments. Welcome back, Dr. Byrne. Um, I'd like to now go over the various common eye ailments, and I'd like to first start out with cataracts. I want to start by asking you, what are cataracts and what are the root causes? So a cataract uh, is an opacity that um, forms on the lens of the eye, and the lens uh, is what we call an avascular tissue, which means no blood vessels run directly through the lens. So it's a bit vulnerable in terms of the nutrient absorption in the eyeball because the lens relies on its nutrients indirectly from the surrounding blood vessels. So this makes it uh, very um, vulnerable in terms of what we call metabolic waste or free radicals that start accumulating in the lens. So a cataract is a metabolism problem in the lens. The lens is unable to synthesize the uh, free radicals, and this is the start of cataracts. Now, there are many causes of cataracts, um, which just run through the list overexposure of ultraviolet sunlight, um, difficulty with um, metabolizing sugars and having out-of-balance insulin levels, another causative factor. Stress is another factor. Um, Trauma is another factor. Uh, Toxicity in the body is another factor. So the bottom line is that if you are diagnosed, especially with early-stage cataracts, Usually what the doctor says, oh, we'll just monitor it. We'll just watch it. And in my approach, I have developed a protocol 
to help reverse or dissolve early-stage cataracts. That combination is using topical, the MSM eye drops first, and then there's a homeopathic eye drop that actually can also help dissolve early-stage cataracts. So in combination, using those eye drops three times a day is a great way to start increasing the metabolism in the lens. I also like to recommend glutathione. This is a really important antioxidant. And some of the research out there, now there isn't a big uh, study, but there's some small studies that point to the association between low glutathione levels and the possibility of developing cataracts. I also think those antioxidants that we talked about in the previous segment of lutein, zeaxanthin, uh, beta-carotene or vitamin A, vitamin C. Vitamin C is very important for a healthy lens. One of the other uh, components I use is something called astaxanthin. And your listeners want to know about this. This is a very powerful super antioxidant that's got many more times the potency of regular vitamin C. So astaxanthin is another wonderful powerhouse you can add into your diet. One of the best places to get that is from um, salmon. Um, I'm Um, I'm sorry. I think you wanted to add some. Can you, I just, many of our listeners may not know how to spell that. I was wondering if you know how to spell it. Okay, sure. It's it's, um, A-S-T-A-X-A-N-T-H-I-N. Okay, great. Thank you. And 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 on my website, um, in the upper right corner, if you type that in, I actually did a video on it, about a two-minute video, which really talks about astaxanthin. <clears throat> but that would be another one that I would add if you've been uh, diagnosed with cataracts. And then lastly, the eye exercises that I have on my website that increase the eye lymph. Uh, so the eye massage and the eye movement exercises also really help improve the circulation. So all those things together, uh, coupled with, you know, early this is an early stage cataract, I think you have a good chance at the very least to slow down the progression of cataracts forming. Uh, would you say that people have to, uh, the MSM and the um, other product that you have, the, I think you said it was homeopathic, um, do they do they have to do that um, for months, years, weeks, uh, constantly in order to prevent? Okay, okay, very good question. Usually, the window of time that I have found where it works is about three months. Okay. Um, now, de- depending on the severity of the cataract, uh, they may have to do it six months. But once it's dissolved, you don't have to keep doing that protocol. Obviously, you want to keep increasing your nutrients, uh, but it isn't a lifelong thing that you have to keep taking those eye drops forever. People love the MSM eye drops because they are moisturizing and hydrating and oxygenating and they're therapeutic, uh, but in terms of the homeopathic Cineraria eye drops, no, once the, once the cataract goes away, you can stop doing it. But it is pointing to the fact that people need to eat healthier, reduce inflammation, increase oxygenation and hydration in the eye, uh, reduce toxicity. So it's a wellness model. We want people to get healthier systemically and metabolically, and the eyes are just reflecting that there may be an imbalance going on in the body. Great. Um, Now I'd like to go to glaucoma. 
What is glaucoma and what are the root causes? Glaucoma is a circulation problem in the eye. Either the eye is not producing enough of the uh, uh, fluid or there's an imbalance in the flow of the fluid, uh, specifically along something called the trabecular meshwork um, and Schlem canals. Those are very tiny <clears throat> ducts that circulate the, the fluid. So when you develop glaucoma, uh, there's a circulation problem, and this begins to attack the optic nerve. And um, it's a silent disease. We don't really even know that we have glaucoma. So it begins to shut down our peripheral vision. Causes, there are many of them. <clears throat> Oxidative stress, uh, visual stress from working on the computer, genetics, uh, trauma, toxicity. Uh, so there are a variety of reasons why we develop glaucoma. Uh, the bottom line is, is that the allopathic approach is very symptom-based. You start taking eye drops that hopefully increases the circulation. And the second line of defense is actually to do a laser procedure to open up the canals or open up the circulation. In my approach, what I like to do is I like to increase the antioxidants. Uh, this is really important. Uh, it's very important to protect your optic nerve by increasing your fats and oils. There are some studies that show that uh, increasing your fats and oils, specifically omega-3, uh, there's another good one called ginkgo, that increasing those uh, can stave off some of the damage to the optic nerve. The eye exercises can work really well in terms of increasing the lymph. Uh, uh, there's also a body manual therapy called craniosacral therapy. And this is a therapy that actually helps increase the circulation in the brain and in the eyes. If you've had any head trauma, car accidents, sometimes this can influence glaucoma. So getting that treatment. I also think acupuncture might help in certain cases with glaucoma. So you want to look at it from a systemic metabolic issue and try to increase the circulation in the eyes naturally. That's how you work with glaucoma. Great. Now let's go on to macular degeneration. What is macular degeneration, and what are the root causes, and what are the risk factors? So the macula is another part of the eye, which is an avascular tissue, just like the lens, so it re relies on its nutrients indirectly. And it's a very vulnerable area, although it takes up less than 1% of the real estate of the retina, it's the part of our seeing that's about seeing detail and color vision. So it's very important to us in terms of driving and reading and identifying. And as we age, uh, either the macula isn't getting enough nutrients, which creates a dry form of macular degeneration, or there's too much fluid that builds up behind the macula, and this is called wet macular degeneration. So the first line of defense is really increasing your lutein disease anthem. Uh, again, I didn't really talk specifically about this, but you want to do about 10 milligrams of lutein per 2 milligrams of zeaxanthin twice a day. I would probably add astaxanthin as well in that formula. Really increase my um, fats and oils and antioxidants. So important. 
Another piece of the puzzle with macular degeneration is the blue light damage, both from the sun, but mostly from digital devices. So if you have macular degeneration or you're concerned that you might be getting it, you want to get some glasses that contain a tint called a blue blocker. And this blocks the damaging blue light that can accelerate the development of macular degeneration. So if you're on a digital device, blue blocking lenses would be another thing I would say. Ultraviolet sun, make sure you're wearing polarized sunglasses when you're outside. Um, and so these would be some beginning steps. I think the eye exercises, again, work really well. Those of you out there that wear progressive invisible bifocals, uh, that's making you focus through a tiny hole in the lens. That can put stress on your macula. So you want to use a single vision lens when you're doing computer or reading. Again, the bigger the window you look through, the more of the eyeball you're using. Um, and I find that there is a correlation between using progressive lenses and having more stress on your macula. So those are some, you know, basic beginning ways to slow down a macular degeneration. And in some cases, uh, you can reverse it if you, if you catch it early enough. Great. Well, thank you very much. And I think that'll conclude this segment. Thank you very much for that information, Dr. Byrne. We are going to continue this conversation in the final segment. For those who just tuned in, you are listening <clears throat> to The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am David Baer, your host. Stay tuned. We will be right back after this break with more information from Dr. Byrne. MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit nordicnaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega-oils. 
Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formulas supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique, and at Village Green, we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions. Guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to our last segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via the website www.myvillagegreen.com and the store on 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland for, for expert advice on supplements. Village Green carries superior supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. We are here every Sunday at 10 a.m. Tune in to next week for Dr. Kevin Pissarro's interview with another health expert. Today, today we have been speaking with Dr. Sam Byrne, a holistic optometrist, about preventing and treating common eye ailments. And Dr. Byrne, I'd like to continue our conversation now about retinas. I think many people are very concerned that all of a sudden the retina can be detached. I knew one young man who was in his 40s. He was on an Amtrak train, and all of a sudden his retina detached, and he tried to get it resolved through surgery, and it never was quite the same. So to me, that is one of the biggest risks, in my opinion, for eye health because it can come at any moment. So can you talk about the risk factors and what people can do to prevent the retina from detaching? Uh, absolutely, yeah. This is, this is a very disturbing trend, and I'm seeing it more and more. So the retina is the internal lining uh, of the eye, and it's comprised of many, many photoreceptors. These are cells that capture the light, and the electrical impulse that's created sends it through the optic nerve to the brain, and that's how we see and the risk factors of uh, the causes of retinal detachments, I think the number one cause is that uh, the retina is not getting enough uh, nutrient support. And as we age, there's less and less oxygenation and hydration happening in the retina. And this causes the retina and the vitreous, which is the gel-like part of the eye that's in front of the retina, uh, to begin to shrink. And uh, the, the vitreous is made up of collagen. And as we age, um, this collagen begins to uh, solidify. This is the cause of floaters. And there can be an association between floaters, vitreous detachment, and retinal detachment. So you've got the, the nutrient uh, malabsorption going on in the retina. And then you couple that with long-term use of computers and digital devices uh, that create a lot of visual stress. <clears throat> there are things like EMF pollution, uh, 
um, toxicities that are in the body, um, and head traumas. Uh, so all of these factors can uh, cause the retina to thin, to stretch. Uh, now, again, if your prescription is very strong, if you're really nearsighted or farsighted with a lot of astigmatism, especially nearsightedness, this can actually also change the shape of the eyeball and pull the the retina away from the eye, which creates retinal detachment. <clears throat> so I think that for everybody, we should preventatively be taking uh, through our diet, even if it's just through foods, uh, a lot more nutrients that support the retina. And I've already spoken about these, the carotenoids, uh, the vitamin A beta carotene, the vitamin C and vitamin E, fats and oils, the trace minerals. It might be great to go work with a functional medicine doctor and find out what the body's inflammatory situation is on a digestive level because there may be a correlation between an inflammatory response in the gut and how that might affect the eyes. Gluten, dairy, sugar, your diet, <clears throat> all of those things can affect all the tissue of the body, especially the retina. Um, I would consider doing my eye relaxation exercises every day, a few times a day, uh, taking breaks from the computer, making sure your eyes are getting more of a longer view of seeing, not just focused at 14 inches to 20 inches. So these would be some preliminary things that you could do to protect your retina from detaching. Uh, it is more and more of a problem, and I think if you can work preventatively, um, I think all, more the better. Uh, but these are some of the things that I'm seeing and some of the ways that I'm using interventions to slow down the deterioration of uh, retina and causing retinal detachment and even floaters. Okay. Um, I think you mentioned on your website about floaters to take <clears throat> MSM. Um, and beyond that... Um, if you do have to have surgery, is that the best way to deal with a detached retina through laser? And are there things you can do with the nutrients that you had mentioned to help that surgery be more likely to be successful? Yeah, it's really great to prepare yourself uh, through nutrients uh, before and after any eye surgery. And uh, I think the MSM eye drops, though they're not the magic bullet, that they're going to necessarily be the only thing you need to do to get rid of floaters. Uh, there's something I use called hyaluronic acid, which is found in a lot of uh, skin creams. Uh, hyaluronic acid has been found to rejuvenate collagen that gets wrinkled or dried out. And sometimes uh, taking some hyaluronic acid can help replenish the, the, the vitreous and bring it back to health. Astaxanthin, which I also talked about, uh, can be helpful as well. Uh, but if you have to be scheduled for surgery, doing, you know, high amounts of the nutrients, uh, the MSMI drops before, and then afterwards, after you get the go-ahead from the surgeon, re returning to doing the eye exercises. There's also another uh, really great therapy called color therapy, where you can look at different colors, and it can help uh, heal your eyes. Certain colors actually stimulate the photoreceptors of the retina that increase our peripheral vision. So I've been using color therapy for a really long time, and so there's ways that you can use 
color therapy after the surgery to maybe bring down some of the inflammation, some of the swelling, uh, especially the blue end of the spectrum that tends to be uh, helpful for reducing swelling and trauma and edema. So there's lots of different ways that you can support your eyes before and after the surgery naturally and holistically. Okay, great. Um, I would like to now, with whatever time we can, talk about nearsightedness. Many children suffer from nearsightedness. You grew up with it. I grew up with it. Are there things that parents can do to help prevent nearsightedness, um, whether it's visual training or any of the other things that you had talked about, or is it pretty much destined It's genetics? What can people do? Okay. Okay. So with nearsightedness, uh, and I can speak from this personally, is that um, basically it's a pulling in of the visual world and it's a tightening up of the eyeballs uh, and the eye muscles. But it also, we want to blame the eyeball for the problem, but it's our programming, what our brain mind is saying to our eyes to create that reaction. So it's a tightening um, and once you have it, you know, it, it kind of just is reinforced. So I think that one of the strategies we use is that you wear a 2020 prescription for driving and for distance things, and you ask your doctor for a slightly reduced prescription, 2040 prescription, and you wear that indoors. And you notice that over time, when you wear that, it actually relaxes the eyes, and eventually you can start to see clearly through that 2040 prescription. So that's a really cool technique that you can use to begin to back off of the nearsightedness. When you, when you think of nearsightedness, think of tension and lack of movement. It's like of a restriction in your visual responsiveness. So with kids, it's really important to do those things that you and I did as kids, which is, you know, skipping and hopping and jump rope and, you know, playing a lot of sports with balls and, you know, movement, a lot of movement activities. These are ways that can help reduce the nearsighted uh, pattern because nearsightedness is about a restriction in our visual space. So the more that we can expand our peripheral, uh, this is a way to slow down the nearsightedness and not just spend hours upon hours using uh, video games and digital devices. That's going to induce more nearsightedness. So those are some simple things. And also diet, nutrition, you know, more eye nutrients is helpful as well. But there's some, I've had so many successes with people reducing their nearsightedness through the exercises, lifestyle, diet, and stress reduction. Great. Now let's talk finally before we forget about dry eye. And what are the root causes, and uh, what can people do about it beyond what you've already talked about? So in dry eye, uh, for women, there's a connection between the possibility of estrogen deficiency and uh, more dry eye. So this is in menopause, postmenopausal women. There are homeopathic eye drops that can work well for that. Uh, I think digital device use uh, creates more dry eye. On a systemic metabolic level, People that have adrenal burnout where all their mucous membranes dry up because they're under constant stress and cortisol is produced also increases dry eye. So depending on how you're using your eyes, what lens prescription you're doing, what pharmaceutical drugs you might be on, um, stress, trauma, toxicity, these are the things that can cause dry eye. So my suggestion would be increasing the eye lymph, doing MSM eye drops, increasing your fats and oils, your eye nutrients, doing eye exercises, 
um, getting outdoors, getting more natural sunlight every day. Uh, these would be some ways to reduce some of the dry eye syndromes because what's out there allopathically is really just treating symptoms. It's a Band-Aid approach. Right. It doesn't work very well. So we want to try to treat the causative factor of dry eye, and these are some of the reasons why and some of the things you can do to prevent or reverse some of the symptoms and maybe get rid of the problem. Yeah, you mentioned on your website something about a 90-day eye exercise protocol for dry eye. I don't know if you had already talked about that in some of your earlier conversation, but is there anything that we should know about that? So uh, one of the things I created is called an eye clarity program. And uh, for different conditions, I've created different uh, 90-day eye exercise programs. They're all different based on the eye condition. If you do that 90-day program, those exercises every week, uh, you will see lots of improvement in your eye condition. So that's the best way to prevent and improve your vision through that program. It's called eye, the Eye Clarity Program, and you can type in your different disease, and you'll come up a certain program for you. Absolutely. It, it works fantastic, and it's free. Uh, so dive in. It's really, it's really worth it. Okay, great. Now I want to talk about something different, and that has to do with lighting. We have incandescent lights, we have fluorescent lights, we have LED lights. Um, as I understand it from some health gurus, they recommend the incandescent over the fluorescent. Incandescent is more like the sun. It doesn't have as many spikes in the lighting. Um, could you briefly talk about that? And then I think that'll probably be our final question. Okay. So I think of light as a food. And we need light to balance our endocrine system, our nervous system, and improve our vision. Any artificial light is going to create an imbalance in our eyes and our systemic health. So, you know, especially things like LED lights and lights with a lot of the blue in it, the blue light is very negative on our health. Uh, the studies that show it could be linked to prostate cancer and breast cancer, uh, difficulties with sleep, uh, macular degeneration issues, and just overall dry eye and eye problems. So the best thing to do is get out into the natural light every day. I recommend 30 minutes before 9 a.m. after 5 p.m. to get that natural light into your body. Um, again, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt spectrum. you. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's yes. without glasses, though, right? Without glasses? That's without lenses. Okay. Yes, oh. without glasses or contacts. So you want to get that natural light into your body. Um, and you do it early in the morning or late in the day, so you're reducing the ultraviolet and the blue light. All right. I just want to first thank you, Dr. Byrne. We really appreciate your time, and I want to thank our listeners for joining us at the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. You can access this show at my www.myvillagegreen.com. Just click the radio icon or go to www.e as in Edward, H as in Harry, L as in Larry, radio.com. This is David Baer wishing everyone a great week. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside the beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists offer a personalized approach to help you with your health needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.